Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope to Hear This podcast. And today, I hope strangers who approach me because of my baby hear this. Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope to Hear This podcast. And if you are a frequent listener, you might know that I am a new father. I don't know how long I can keep calling myself a new father. My baby's almost 11 weeks old, so it's new to me still. But it's been two months since I became a father. So being that my baby's two months old now, or almost two and a half months old now, we've had a lot of experience because the first month and a half, we pretty much just kept to ourselves at home. We didn't really go out. We only went out when necessary, only to go to the pediatrician visits and whatnot. But now we're doing social visits outside of our house. So we're going to church, we're going to other people's houses, we're having people over, things like that. And I have had enough experience doing this that I now have a desire to address people who approach us simply because of our baby. It's weird as an introvert to have people randomly come up to you because I am an introvert, if you didn't know. In fact, I'm going to do a quick self-plug here. I wrote a book about introverts surviving parties. It's called The Awkward Introverts Party Survival Guide. Go check it out on Amazon. Give it a review. Buy a copy. Buy several copies and give it to other people. Um, But being that I'm an introvert, I, in general, am not comfortable with people approaching me. But I feel like having the baby with me is subconsciously giving other people permission to approach me it's weird it's because in georgia where i live people are kind of overly friendly with the whole southern hospitality thing but when you have a baby and you're holding a baby anyone and everyone will come and approach you and ask you mostly mostly the same questions and i've realized that they're pretty much the same so I'm I'm just going to answer those questions for you here and now so you don't have an excuse to come approach me. Yes, my baby is a girl. She is almost two well, she's almost two and a half months old. She sleeps throughout the night. Well, not all the way throughout the night. She'll do 5-hour stretches. And that's pretty much it. And she's a really good baby. I love her. I love being a father. And that's all you that's pretty much the all the questions that people ask me. There are different variations, but you can extrapolate from the answers I've given you here and you don't have to approach me. So I hope I hope that strangers who just come up to us and start conversation asking these questions, you don't need to ask them anymore. You, you now have the answer. I appreciate you trying to be nice. I tr- appreciate you trying to be friendly, but if you're not going to approach me, when I don't have a baby, what I don't understand what the point of approaching me when I do have a baby is. Do you just want to be near young human beings? That's fine. You can go to a maternity ward at a hospital. They don't. It's not like they have security there. You can just walk in and watch the babies there. That, I know that sounds really creepy, but is that really that different from you giving yourself permission to come approach me and talk to me? And this is coming from an introvert, once again. It's it's not that I don't like people. It's just, I, I, 
I'm hoping that you abide by the normal social contracts that we have. And yeah, just you can appreciate my baby from afar. Yes, she's very cute. Again, that, that's, a, well, that's one thing I hear a lot. It's not a question, it's a statement that people make. Oh, she's so cute. No one thinks that my baby is cuter than me or my wife. I can guarantee you this. Even if our baby to other people looked like a goblin, me and my wife would think that she's the most adorable thing ever. So we know. And we're completely aware. In fact, in our eyes, she's much cuter than probably what you're seeing. So you don't, you don't have to tell us. We see her every every day. No no need to inform us of how cute our baby is. Because you, you don't know how cute she is to us. So I do hope that people understand. Understand that both me and my wife are hyper introverts. In fact, I think Aisley, our daughter, is a hyper introvert too. It's funny because I people say that it might be because of over overstimulation. But whenever people come over or we go out to a large group of people, she'll fall asleep. And the moment that the people leave or we leave the crowd, she'll wake up and be lively again. So I think that, and there were times where her eyes were closed. She slightly opens them and sees that she's with people and she'll close them again. There are times when I think that she's faking sleeping because she doesn't want to interact with people. So I'm proud of her for that, for taking after her parents. But as introverts, it's hard to have meaningful small talk we like meaningful deep talks but when people approach us to have these really shallow hey that's that's a really cute baby it's we're not good at that we get really awkward and we try to be friendly and we want to come off as friendly but we often fail at that so i just hope you understand when when we look uncomfortable because you're approaching us to talk. It's not that we don't like you. It's just we don't like the situation. We would rather not have to go through that. And if you are a close friend, of course, this is a different story for you. We have a rapport with you. We know you. We have that relationship. So there's no need for that awkward small talk. Because what, what can you really talk about with a stranger, right? We don't really know each other. So we just talk about the things that are surface level appearances and things like that so yeah once again if you're not an introvert and this is a foreign concept to you i hope you can understand a little bit but i, I do have to say that people who only make verbal contact with my baby is far far more appreciated and preferable than people who try to make physical contact even the slightest in most innocent just touches can be very painful and detrimental to the baby. Not that you touching the baby will cause it physical pain from the touch, but because babies don't have an immu immune system as established as grown adults, and babies up to a year old haven't gotten all their vaccines and immunizations yet. I think at year one is when you get your measles shot. Especially babies that are less than two, younger than two months old, they are really at huge risk. Doctors, our doctors at least, recommend that we don't even take them out until two months. So don't try to touch a baby, especially if you haven't washed your hands or you know, at least put hand sanitizer on your hands. 
it's it's odd enough that people strangers approach us start talking to us about the baby and try to touch their try to touch our baby they like reach out and say oh she has such cute shakes and try to touch my baby's face is that normal to do for strangers it would it would it be okay if, if i went up to a stranger and said oh you have such cute cheeks and i start pinching your face that's not that's not normal that's not okay. Why is that okay to do it to a baby? Especially a baby who has higher risk and chance of getting some sort of virus or bacteria from you and getting ill, right? If I don't know you, just don't touch my baby. That's, I've literally, I was holding my baby once. I literally had to do a step back because I saw someone trying to touch her face. I, I don't even like it when they touch her clothing. So when they just touch her arms and her arms are covered with her sleeve. I don't even really like that. But people who try to touch bare skin, I get really furious. If you have dirty hands, I see that you have dirty hands, and you don't wash your hands, and you try to touch my baby's face, I have to tell you right now, you, you run a risk of me dropkicking you. I'm not even entirely sure what a dropkick is, but my fury and rage would be such that martial arts knowledge will just materialize into my brain and I will do something deadly to you. And this is a fair warning. I hope I hope you take that to heart. And it's not that hard, right, to go wash your hands. It's not that hard to put on some hand sanitizer. Me and my wife, we always have hand sanitizer on us when we have our daughter with us, in, in the stroller, in her, in her bag, wherever. So just ask us, hey, can I use your hand sanitizer? I might say no because me saying yes is giving you permission to touch my baby. But even if I do, you should respect that. Don't. It's not normal. I, I don't know. I don't think it should be normal to touch other babies. But there are people out there, especially older people, who for whatever reason feel like they have my permission to touch a part of my baby. There are some people audacious audacious there are people with the audacity to ask me to hold my baby even when i let my really really close friends hold her i do it reluctantly even when i hand off my baby to my own mother like my daughter's grandma even when this happens i'm doing it reluctantly not because I fear that my mom will drop her or anything, but it's because I want to hold my baby. I, I love her. I don't want to share her with anyone. But when a stranger says, hey, can I hold her? I, I, I'm usually a pretty easygoing guy. I don't like disappointing people. I, I don't like offending anybody. So I'll say whatever it takes to keep the peace and to make the situation not awkward. But I've legit to people's faces just said no. For my personality type, that's a really, it's really uncharacteristic, uh, unlike me. That's very unlike me to do so. But that's that's the level of personal space violation I feel when people say, people that I don't really know say, hey, can I hold your baby? If you're a stranger and you ask me to hold my baby, I'm going to judge you really badly. And I'm going to say, I might even just walk away not even answer you and try to never cross paths with you ever again in my life. 
because I'm gonna think that you're a weird person. And again, this typically tends to be older people. I don't know what happened since uh, maybe there maybe the world was such that it was normal to pass your baby around to strangers. But I don't think we live in that world anymore. You have to get used to it. You have to adapt. You have to adjust to the situation that you're living in. And know that I really don't want you to hold my baby. You know, sometimes me and my wife, like we fight about who gets to hold the baby at certain times. So we're still in that stage. I understand for, for those parents out there who have older kids, I understand that it's going to be a huge help when other people hold my baby. And, you know, there are going to be times where we feel tired and overwhelmed and we're going to want help and all that. One, we're not there yet. That's the thing. We're not there yet. Me and my wife, we could hold our baby all day long and we'll feel nothing but joy and happiness. And any tiredness or fatigue we, we face, it's a small, small price to pay. There are people who just can't take hints. When we have our baby in our in the stroller, so we have a stroller bassinet thing, so she can lay down comfortably on the stroller, and we have a cover that covers the entire thing. It's it's like a bug net. Well, it's technically a bug net. It's supposed to be a, a net so that bugs don't get in and things like that. When we have that on, you shouldn't be trying to open it and dig your way into the bassinet to touch our baby. It's, it's a different story if we open it up for you and say, hey, look, you can interact with our kid. But we, there's a barrier that we've intentionally set in place for a reason. We don't want you interacting with her. We want the outside world to remain outside. And the inside world of our baby's bassinet is just hers. Just hers and her parents. So whenever there's a covering there, we're saying, stay up. Don't look at my baby. Yeah, I said it. Don't even look at my baby. We put a covering there for a reason. Can you imagine you're in your shower and someone just busts in and looks at you, looks at you naked? That's kind of this. Okay, maybe it's not super applicable, but you've created barriers with the outside world so that you can be in private and comfortable, right? That's what we've done with our baby. It's not our fault that sometimes we have to take her out because we can't leave her home by herself. That would be against the law, extremely dangerous and very negligent. So we're just being good parents when we take her out because we need to run errands and things like that. So in those situations, when we put coverings on to block her physically from you guys, that's what you guys should understand and agree to. Please agree to the fact that you will remain outside of the covering, of the barrier, of the obstacle, whatever we've created to separate her from you. It's not just something that you can... Because there are people who weirdly think that they can just open it and go in without getting expressed permission from us. And one thing, this is the last thing, one thing that I don't appreciate <laughs> is strangers who try to compare my baby to their baby or their kid. I just don't understand why this happens. 
you see our baby. So when Aisley was born, she had a full set of hair. And we took her out. Some strangers said, oh, cute baby. How old is she? And we said, almost two months old. And they said, oh, that's a lot of hair for a two-month-old. My baby had a lot of hair when she was born. But my son had no hair when he was born. Like, they're giving us their, they start giving us their kid's background life story. And we don't understand why we need to sit there and listen to this. We don't even know your name. We don't know who you are. But you suddenly, because you've seen our baby's hair, feel the need to tell the world about your baby's hair. Just, you know, if, if you really want to tell people things about yourself, start a podcast like me or start a blog or something. Don't make people, strangers like us, sit there and listen to you, listen to your stories, because we honestly really, I don't care. I really don't care. I know that in the beginning, I said that an introvert, I'm an introvert, and that doesn't mean that I don't care about people. But this particular thing, I, I really don't care about it. Don't give me advice about your baby. You don't know anything about us. We don't know anything about you. And this is a particularly frustrating thing. Not to sound racist, and I know most people say racist things when they start off with that sentence, but there are a lot of differences between Asian babies, which my baby is, and other types of, other races of babies. I almost said other types of babies, but other race babies. Asian babies... Like one thing, jaundice, the yellowing of the skin and all that, Asian babies are more prone to that. So when other people see that and they say, oh, no, oh my gosh, your baby has jaundice. You have to go to the hospital. You have to do this and that. Hey, chill. That's not the case. Most Asian babies have it when they're born and they get over it pretty quick. So while I appreciate your concern and your interest in telling us about your own experiences and all that, we're just trying to figure it out right now, <laughs> you know, and we have our own parents who have experience as well. We have close friends. We have a lot of close friends who have babies and we seek counsel from, but from strangers, we don't, if don't use us as an excuse to tell your baby stories or stories about your kids, go do that somewhere else. Go tell people who care. I don't care about your baby. I don't, I don't care about you. I don't know who you are. If you want to start a relationship with us and become friends with us, that's fine. But if you're just going to tell us your baby story and walk away never to be seen again, then you're just wasting both of our times. And I really hate it when strangers... So this has only happened once. And it wasn't... Actually, it wasn't a stranger. It was more of a, an acquaintance. Well, not, not even an acquaintance. Just if, you're, if you go to church, if you go to a big enough church, there are people you see but you don't really know. So th this is one of those situations, but people who say, oh, you shouldn't do that. We didn't do that. We don't give any sort of care about how you raised your kid. You don't know our kid at all. You don't know the situation. You don't know what we're doing. So to say that your method was the best, especially when I see that your kid isn't particularly well-behaved, there's there's no need for you to tell us anything. And sorry, guys. At this point, I'm just ranting and venting to you. But having a baby is the best thing. I love it. It's the best decision I've ever made in my life, second to marrying my wife. But 
it's it comes with a lot of unwanted interactions with people and it's it's worth it anything is worth having a baby but it gets exhausting at the same time so if you are a stranger out there and you feel the need to comment about another baby and it's not particularly positive if it's critic i mean of course if someone's dangling their baby outside of a balcony like michael jackson then you should say something about it because it's for the safety of the baby but if it's just something different and something that you don't we're not really used to but not super detrimental then maybe just appreciate that the that the parents are doing something different i don't know i don't know where to draw the line there between what's good for the baby and what preference of the parents you should just tolerate because really it's not even your baby why do you care so much well I, I don't know i don't like i said i don't know where to draw the line there but it's just it can be it can be it can be frustrating for the parents to have to listen to a million opinions about how to raise their own child so yeah a good rule of thumb is if the baby's not an immediate life-threatening danger, then maybe keep it to yourself and just trust that the parents know what they're doing. Just like you, at one, who at one point probably knew, knew nothing but successfully raised your child, right? So guys, thank you for listening to me just rant and ramble and vent today. There are a lot of things on my mind, as you could tell. And I'm really grateful to this podcast to to have a platform where I can talk to people because this is really the original intent of this podcast to talk to people that I don't have ready access to because I I can't I don't know who which strangers are going to approach me with the excuse of interacting with my baby or with the intent of interacting with my baby. So having this platform helps me just talk it out and as i was as i was recording this there are things about myself that i i learned that i didn't realize i thought but this was therapeutic for me guys so thank you so much for listening thank you so much for bearing with me and i hope that when you have babies if you don't have any babies yet i hope that this can help you kind of brace yourself for things to come especially if you're an introvert. If you're an introvert, be scared. If you're an extrovert, be happy because people will flock to you and you'll have an infinite supply of socializing that that can be had thanks to your baby. Anyways, so thank you guys so much for listening again. If you have any thoughts, any feedback, anything at all, if you just want to chat with me via email, then email me at ihthtpodcast at gmail.com. That's, I hope they hear this abbreviated, podcast at gmail.com. Or follow me on Instagram at I hope they hear this. Instagram is a a little bit easier because I have a post for every episode. So if you want to address specific episode topics, then you can do it there and interact with other people or tag your friends, you know, tell people about this podcast make the help help this podcast grow 
whatever whatever is your cup of tea whatever is your flavor of tea that you drink yeah and i hope for my florida listeners that you are okay please be safe right before i started recording this i saw in the news that hurricane dorian became category four and it's still out in the atlantic so it might still be picking up steam I, I don't know what i forget what they said the category will be once it hits land uh, eastern florida so it well, last time i checked it looked like it was going to hit somewhere between orlando and miami so if you guys are on the coast around there please be careful if you need to evacuate please nothing is worth your life so i and i say this because my parents-in-law lived in panama city when hurricane i forget the hurricane name it wasn't michael but there was a huge hurricane last year that devastated i I don't know if you guys know this but panama city beach the 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 city it got devastated their mall literally closed down because the roof caved in and the damages were so extensive that they it wasn't worth them reopening when we drove through trees were down almost every store and restaurant had a help wanted sign because so many people just left because they're everything got ruined so hurricanes are no joke there's there's no sense in risking your life because you think it won't you know cause devastation so just think of it as a road trip it's it's not no no risk in doing a road trip right so just drive up to georgia get some eat some peaches uh have some chicken biscuits i don't know what georgia is famous for uh georgia barbecue no that's texas well whatever you see enjoy it think about it as a mini vacation and once the storm's down or gone or dead you can go back home so that's my little psa uh just because i saw the news clip on the weather channel right before this so yeah again thank you guys for listening i'll talk to you guys next week and i love you all bye